Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into the show with no mo. It's okay. The Hall of Famer is on a much-needed vacation, and we are happy for him as it was his birthday yesterday. He's going to see Prince's Place in the near future. He was on a flight to Chicago this morning, and guess who else was on that flight? Who? Former Lawrence County basketball coach Shane Clark. <laughs> what a place to run into him. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> hey, I guess uh, he, he t- he's taking that, uh, that, that newfound freedom. I was going to say, doesn't have any <laughs> obligation to worry about now. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Friday. You ain't got to do this. Oh, man. Oh, we are so happy to have on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline now as uh, we get ready for tonight's first round of the National Football League draft. New Titans PA guy, the the, the stadium voice, not the VOD, because there's only one of those. But he is the stadium voice of the Tennessee Titans, and that's Matt Rogers. Matt, thanks for uh, yeah, baby. for ha- for for hanging out with us and 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 we know you had some obligations up in Nashville this morning, so thanks for sticking around and getting on the phone with us. And because we really just want to talk about a couple of things. One, what was the experience like, man? Because I feel like th- this this whole thing kind of it, it went from there were a lot of people involved in the beginning that that tried out for this thing, and so what was that like? So, I mean, it all started uh, a few weeks ago, literally laying in bed, and my wife scrolling through her Facebook feed, and she goes, hey, man, the Titans are looking for a new PA announcer. And I go, well, what about Duke? And she goes, he's retiring. And I'm, you know, I'm like, ah, well, you know, you probably got to know somebody or this and that. And, um, you know, and she said, no, they're actually opening it up to everyone. You just got to submit an audition tape. I literally You've never done that before. Exactly, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's my thing. Like, I literally jumped out of bed, and within 20 minutes, I was doing my audition tape and sending it to the email that they provided. They opened it up for everybody. So, I mean, I was excited. I sent my audition tape in, and then a few days later, I got an email that said, congratulations, you're a finalist uh, in our top 20 you know, can you come to the stadium and try out for our five celebrity judges? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, let's go, baby. That's so So cool. then, uh, one, yeah, it was on a, a Monday night a, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. And I went in, got on the mic, and you guys saw it on the online tape. So they made, like, a, a five-episode series, which was a 
phenomenal genius idea by David Schindler, who's now my new boss. He said, "Already you know, kissing butt." Yeah, well, well, no, look at like, I mean, it's really genius when you think about it. I'm a TV guy. Yeah, yeah. So what normally happens is a guy knows a guy knows a guy or, you know, a gal knows a gal knows a guy. And, you know, hey, this is my friend that's announced for X amount of years. And they bring in two or three people, try them out, and they make their decision behind closed doors. And then we all find out, like, oh, hey, they hired, you know, James Smith or John Smith, right? Like, and that's it. But he opened it up and said, well, let's have a competition in Tennessee. Let's create a buzz. Let's get our Tennessee fans involved and let let the people vote. So I thought that was a genius idea. And so what happened was they opened it up and top 20 became top six. And then when I made the top six, they said, you know, you can use you know, your own social media, Facebook lives, Instagram lives, which I, I did like some Facebook lives, Instagram lives on my social media, my friend's social media, people around the town, but like you couldn't really do big interviews. So like I couldn't come on this show until afterwards, stuff like that. Oh, we're big. Um, we're big enough. Ha. Hey, that's awesome. I just didn't, you know, I don't want to break yeah. the rules. So I did like a Facebook live with a lady from my church and uh, like she's got like a you know a little page in the town and then sure i did some instagram lives and you know a lot like i became a campaign like vote for me you know what i mean like <laughs> and then uh between voting and voting was not the only deciding factor it i think they did the voting in my opinion they didn't tell me this i think they did the voting to eliminate three yeah and then i think the top three probably went to upper management and said, Hey, these are the top three who the people want, you know, Amy, uh, Burke, who's the CEO of the Titans. Like, who do you like? And they, would they wait in? And then David Schindler's my new boss. You know, he was the ultimate decision maker and, and him and Amy, uh, they picked me and I'm freaking pumped. So let's go, baby. Titans so- things will never be the same. <laughs> no, not for you. Um, no cheering in the press box. I'm just kidding. I guess if anybody's allowed to cheer, it's the PA guy, right? He can be the biggest homer in the building. Um, what, uh, what were you more nervous for that audition or American Idol? Okay. Here's the truth. This one, cause here's why when I auditioned for American Idol, I never thought, I mean, I guess deep down inside, you kind of believe in yourself. But an American Idol, I mean, I saw Fantasia. I saw Jennifer Hudson, George Huff. Like, I knew that I could not compare to those (laughs) people. I just, I can't. Like, it doesn't matter how hard I try, I can't. I can't do it. I was young, and it was like a one in a million shot. I was more nervous for this. Because now I got 20 years under my belt. Like, I'm not a rookie anymore. Like, this is what I've been doing for the last 20 years on a major level. Turner Sports, you know, uh, even Gold Rush and Deadliest Catch, like voiceovers. Like, so I know what I'm doing. And on top of that, this is my home. This is my hometown. This is my team that I've loved since I was seven years old and I was an Oilers fan. Like, and the other thing, American Idol, it's one and done. Yeah, it could lead to other things, but... This is like, if you're not a knucklehead and you don't do anything stupid, you don't tweet anything, 
you basically keep your head and the good Lord blesses you with health. Like I could fill this seat for the next 30 years. So I was more nervous for this because I'm like, if I get this and I don't screw it up, like I'm not going anywhere for 30 years. Like I'm home, baby. Like this is what I want. And I think there's a really cool opportunity to make Nashville a tough place to play. Like, let's be honest. Predators, Bridgestone, that's a tough place for a visiting team to come in and win a game. Like, you go to that place, and you can feel it, and it is just yellow jerseys everywhere. Like, it's crazy in the Bridgestone. Nashville, it's fun, but it's not scary. Like, opposing teams like coming to Nashville. It's not a hard environment to win a game. And I really want that to change. It's always bugged me as a Titans and a Predators fan because I'm more passionate about football, obviously, than hockey. I love hockey, but, I mean, I'm passionate about football. And it just made me mad how I would go to a hockey game in Tennessee, of all places, and it was such a hostile environment. And then I go to football in Tennessee, which Tennessee is light, or football is life in Tennessee, and it was kind of like, well, that was fun, but it wasn't like the the environment in Tennessee doesn't determine the outcome of the game. And now we don't I have wanted a, to. I'm not. Yeah, we don't have ahead. a black hole or a dog pound like you know Cleveland exactly. slash the Raiders did back in the day. Like we we just don't have that that one. I guess set of fans or or the entire fan base that is just absolutely like Philly. I mean, you go to Philly and God knows what you hear. Well, see, and that's a great example because when Philly came here in 2018, and I want to choose my words carefully, this, but that, that was your favorite memory, right? It was my favorite memory for several reasons. Obviously, because Corey Davis caught his first touchdown pass in overtime and we beat him. Like that was awesome, but. The fans that came into Tennessee literally made me so mad because they came in here and they had no respect for us. They had no respect for our fans. They had no respect for our facilities. They had no respect for our team. They had no respect for my two sons that I was sitting with. And the reason is it's where they come from. It's where they are. But also, they were coming off of a Super Bowl a year or two before that. And they just – they came in with swag – that we didn't have like, like we can stay classy and still be Tennesseans and still. And that's what I love about the South. Like dude, the South is so loving, but at the same time, like nobody's afraid of us. (laughs) I want that to change. Like, I want that to change. Like we don't have to be jerks, but we don't have to boo Santa Claus. Exactly. Like, like the, like the Philly Eagles did the Eagles actually booed Santa Claus. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, we're, we're not Philadelphia. We're not going to be Philadelphia. Like, when it comes to that, like, there's something like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I think I made, I think I made the, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. That was at a football game. I was a fan. I got to be more PC now, right? Right. Um, but I will say this. He was, so, the, he, the, the, the Eagle fan, and you can see him walking out in, in the video that I posted. I filmed him for a split second. He was so obnoxious and so rude and so disrespectful to our team that when Corey Davis caught that pass, the whole stadium exploded 
and he could not get out of there fast enough. It was the greatest <laughs> memory of my life. And, like, I had this, like, Mike Brady moment with my son in the car. And I'm like, you know, you see, son, the way you talk and respect people and this and that, and you see how that guy walked with his tail between his legs. Like, I gave him, like, a bully lesson. Like, that's how bullies are and blah, 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 blah. And it was just such a great memory because it was it was vindication for the for that Eagles fan. Like, dude, you don't come in here and freaking disrespect us because we'll punch you in the mouth. And that's the, the that's the environment I want to set, not in a rude or disrespectful way, but in a powerful, prideful way that I really think Nashville has, but we haven't really voiced it to the extent that we can. And that's what I want to bring. I just want to make – I want to set it up from the microphone for fans to be so fired up that we really start believing we're as bad and as raw as our team is because our team's freaking good. Like, we're going to win some games. It's exciting to be a Titan fan. Yes, it is. Um, they In J-Rob, we trust. Um, and some moves made over the offseason to, to address the pass rush issue. Um, uh, we know that he also made some moves last year to address the pass rush issue that did not work out for the Titans. But, you know... You can't fault the guy. He 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 certainly did everything he could to make uh, make the team better. And I feel like tonight that's what he's going to do. He's going to do what he feels like makes this team the best team it can be. And obviously last year is a black eye, but he can make up for it tonight. And I'm curious – on your thoughts on you know how tonight's going to go do you think the titans are going to pick trade uh do you think they'll go a specific position or are they just going to take the first guy on the board here's what i think's going to happen um if we don't take a receiver if we don't take a receiver in the first round then there's a deal going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Like we've heard rumors about Julio Jones. We've heard rumors about a big receiver. If we don't get a receiver in the first round, I'm going to be very excited because we're going to get a big name receiver. That's already a veteran like a Julio Jones or maybe even Julio Jones. So it's kind of like those waiting with the, the wait and see. Um, I do know that in J-Rob we trust, and I'm not just saying that now because I work for the organization. Man, this guy is young, and his resume from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to winning Super Bowls with the Patriots, like, he knows what he's doing. He cares about this this uh, team. He cares about our state, and they are looking to do what we want. They're looking to make this place a hostile environment. They're looking to make our team a raw team. And I am really, really pumped about tonight's draft because we have the main pieces in place. We just need a couple things to really make a solid Super Bowl run. And um, tonight's going to be exciting. So with that being said, I don't know exactly what they're going to do, but I can say this. If they don't take a receiver, we're going to get a freaking big-name receiver, and I'm going to be excited. And then if we do get a receiver, then he's going to pack the offensive line and a couple defensive players. And, you know, we'll still be okay. But I hope they don't take a receiver in the first round. Let's put it that way. Gotcha. Uh, anybody that just 
sticks out to you uh, as a former Power Five Rose Bowl winner? I mean, is there anybody that you feel like is uh, maybe being slept on or somebody that, that you're excited to watch in the league, whether the Titans take them or not? Um, in terms of like, like the first round picks or someone that we would get, you know, with the 22nd overall pick. Yeah, so just somebody that you're excited to watch in the league and, and, and in general, just no matter who takes them. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously I'm excited to see the hype around Trevor Lawrence and how good he's going to do against the Ohio State quarterback. I mean, that matchup. Um, I think for us, if we do take a receiver tonight, we, we, let's be honest, man, the, the receivers that have come out of Ole Miss, D.K. Metcalf, A.J. Brown, there's another one that we might pick up named Elijah Moore, who's a wide receiver out of Ole Miss. I think that cat is a freaking sleeper. I, I can't call him a sleeper because he's such a stud, but we can get him with the 22nd pick. And I would be excited if we got him. Like I said, I hope we don't take a receiver because that means we got a bigger one coming. But if we do take a receiver with the 22nd pick, I think Elijah Moore can be there, and dude, that guy is a stud, and he'll compliment A.J. Brown. So, I mean, that would be my answer as, for that and for us as the Titans. As long as he doesn't pretend to, you know, take a leak <laughs> on the field and cost us a game. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, no. We'll, we'll that. Oh, I, I love to do that. Yeah, he's coming to Tennessee. We'll, we'll make him more classy if he, if he comes here. I think he is the guy we need at that level. I think he is the guy that the Titans could really use. But also, I think that I think he could be there at twenty eight, and the Titans could trade down. You know, it's it's. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening. The Titans trading down and taking more with a a lower pick. Pick because if you can get him at twenty eight, you might as well get somebody else. You know, get get a cornerback or an edge rusher to uh, to complement that defense. Here's the thing too, and, and one of my favorite movies of all day is or of all time is Draft Day with Kevin Cosner. Um, I'm sure you everyone has seen it, but if you haven't, watch it. Watch it before tonight. I love that movie. It's called Draft Day with Kevin Cosner. So it gets it's the best you movie ever because Vontae Mack, no matter love, what. Exactly. And it gets you in the mindset of an owner and it gets you in the mindset of a GM, which is my ultimate dream. Uh, I'm like Gary V. I want to own, I want to own a pro football team one day, but that's neither here nor there. Here, here's my point. My point is when you, when you, when you talk about someone like Elijah Moore, right. And um, in that movie, he said, whatever you do, get Mac, right. Get, get that player. Yep. But that, that player had a bad reputation because he, like, jumped in the stands or he or he did something that the public viewed was, oh, he's a bad character, he's a bad guy, you know. So he dropped. But deep down, like, he was a gold mine. He got him, and it was awesome. I think the same thing with Elijah Moore. Like, you think Elijah Moore is like, oh, that's the guy, you know, took a leak on the field, whatever. Like, yeah. So that drops him in status, like – well, I don't know if we can trust this guy. At the end of the day, dude, he's a young kid. He did something really stupid, and he's never going to do that again. And that's <laughs> going to drop him to a position like where we can snatch him 
And that dude might end up being the next freaking, you know, Julio Jones or something. You know what I mean? Like, he's got the talent, but because of one stupid thing he did, he might fall to us at a low pick. And to your point, we could even trade down to get him where that guy could end up being a gold mine, which is a score for the Titans. Like, I love that stuff. No doubt. Going to be an interesting night. We will be watching it, and uh, we will be listening. Hey, here's the here's the real question. Yeah. How are we going to spread the love of your now open seat <laughs> at the games? What do you mean? We got we got to auction off uh, watching the game with the biggest Titans fan in the world. Your wife, by the way. Mean? Oh, yes. You're talking about my wife. The biggest Titans fan in the world. You're leaving a seat open now. I am leaving a seat open. It's so <laughs> funny. We were, talk- we were talking about that last night because I asked her. I'm like, okay, so, like, you know, because she's got a handful of girlfriends. And I said, so you're taking the two boys, and we have an extra seat because we have, you know, four season tickets. I go, who are you going to take? And she's got to, like, you know, cycle through her friends of, of which one she's going to take. So, That'll be fun. I've, I'm, um, you're going to get, I'm she's going to get a lot of gifts, like just showing up at her house. Oh, I just made you a casserole. Just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you, like right on Friday before the game. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny because <laughs> I'll never forget, like, this is, I mean, it's so funny. Like, I'm not. Like, dude, God's amazing. Like, I'm not this good. Like, I should have never been a football player and won a Rose Bowl. Like, I should have never been a football player and won a Rose Bowl. Like, I honestly, like, I wasn't good. I wasn't good. My freshman year, I played one play. Like, I was not good. My sophomore year, I quit because I had no confidence. And I was a chubby, fat, slow white kid. Like, I wasn't good. And, like, I meant when I said when I first came on the show an hour and a half ago, like, they threw me in the offensive line because I was bad my junior year. And then it took one coach to believe in me. And then everything changed. I ended up winning a Rose Bowl. Here's, here's my point is like when I went to the Rose Bowl, my dad was in charge of tickets and everybody came out of the woodworks. Like all the teachers who were freaking mean to me, the family members who made fun <laughs> of me, like, and my and I had like a hundred people go to the Rose Bowl and like 70 of them, I look at my dad, I'm like, what'd you get that guy a ticket for? He was so freaking mean to me growing up. Like, so it's like now, you know, I, I put that pressure on my wife. It's like, all right, now, now, just like my dad was in charge of Rose Bowl tickets, you're in charge of Titans tickets. You, you take it. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be fun. So um, there you have it, Matt Rogers, the new voice in the stadium of the Tennessee Titans. Oh, yeah. And uh, draft analysis, apparently. <laughs> no draft analysis i'm hoping uh i'm hoping uh robinson brings me in for my opinion one of the coolest things that happened to me yesterday where obviously they announced me as the announcer and my phone was blowing up and social media everything was going crazy the coolest thing that happened to me yesterday was i got a text from a number i didn't recognize and it said we're really happy to have you matt welcome to the team and I go, and I thought it was like a producer or something. So I make the joke because, like, I'm a, like, I love making people laugh. I love jokes. And I said, who is this? Amy Adams, is that you? Coach Brabel? King Henry? Who is this? And he writes back, he goes, dang it, sorry, this is Coach Brabel. And my <laughs> stomach, my stomach, like, 
fell to the floor and, I, and my jaw dropped. I'm driving with my wife. I go, oh, my God. I think Coach Brable just texted me. She goes, yeah, right. I go, no, I'm serious. And then I made a voice recording. I said, don't play with my emotions. If this is really you, Coach, I need a selfie. I need something to identify yourself. He makes a personal video and texts it to me. And he goes, let's get this draft, Matty. And he was like in the war room getting ready for the draft. And I was just total freak. It was it was the highlight of my day. So now I got Mike Brable's phone. If he wants any uh, advice, I can call him right now, text him, and tell him what to do. And I just might do that. Yeah, don't do that because you'll get fired. <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> Matt, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate it. And uh, we will – we will definitely be talking to you as um, as the football seasons get closer, both about the Titans and, of course, the Summit Spartans. Heck yeah, baby. I love you guys. Summit Spartans on Friday nights, color commentary, and then PA announcing the Titans on Sunday. Let's get it this year. That's right. The man, the myth, the legend, Matt Rogers. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Follow him on Twitter, at Matt Rogers USA. Uh, he is a fun Twitter follow, so there you go. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Atlanta Braves with Mo. He'll be on the line. We're going to call him up. We're going to we're going to surprise him. See if he wants to talk to us while he's visiting Prince's place. We'll be right back. Stick around. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.